You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Very good, Gene. The AfterBuzz Studios in Los Angeles, California. Presented by Maria Menunos and Bing.com and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies. This is AfterBuzz TV's Castle After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. If you'd like to buzz in on tonight's show, you can buzz us at 424-256-1729. That's 424 424- 256-1729. And now, another post-game wrap-up show for your favorite TV show. It's AfterBuzz TV's Castle After Show. Wait, I can't whistle. <laughs> I can't get it. Hey, what's up, everybody? Bing is for doing, and we are doing another episode of Castle Season 5, Episode 8, titled After Hours. I'm your host, Bam Erickson, and please... I'd like to introduce you to my co-host. Yes, hi, I am Paige Sullivan, back again. And I am Larissa Shamar. And we have a very special guest. Uh, he appeared in uh, tonight's episode. Please welcome actor. You've seen him in such uh, you've seen him in such films as uh, Die Hard with a Vengeance. You've seen him on TV shows such as uh, My Name Is Earl, The The Closer, Leverage, CSI New York. Please welcome actor Glenn Harmon. Thank you. Thank you for having me here. Thank you. Thanks for coming. <laughs> Thank you. So, tonight's episode was a really good episode. What did you guys think? It blew my mind. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah, I actually really enjoyed the episode. It's like every week it gets better and better. Yeah. So, I'm kind of like waiting for next week. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We have to wait two weeks, actually. Yeah, we have to wait for two weeks. And then, so, what you, you what did you think of tonight's episode? I really I really enjoyed it because it had a, a really interesting twist at the end. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it threw me off because I really thought Leo was the good guy in yeah. this particular episode. You okay. know? And then also working with him, I, you know, he was all nice and cool. <laughs> okay. okay, so let's, let's dive into um, the dinner with parents. Yes, so the parents. First, we don't know. It's uh, Castle and Beckett, and they're dressed so nice and I love when Beckett looks nice, and she looked so pretty tonight. And so uh, they're sitting down to dinner with Castle's mom, who we see almost every episode, and this man. And we find out it is Beckett's father. So it's meet the parents night, Mm -hmm. which I thought was interesting. And it it was going okay until the parents started kind of talking to each other. Um, And he thought she was a flighty actress who wasn't serious, and he thought she was boring and liked <laughs> baseball and so it was kind of this big mess of yeah. a dinner and I think that's how it always goes when families meet it's mm-hmm. never you know it's never clean so yeah. this dinner really kind of set the tone for the episode yeah and and then so with that being said then once the dinner is over well the first thing what happens is they get the the page as they always do and there's a murder so both of them have to leave and they're really excited about that because they didn't want the whole they didn't want the 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 bickering, the yeah. tension. They didn't want that, so they were really glad to leave. And so then you see them arguing throughout the investigation about, well, why didn't you defend? Why didn't you um, um, tell your mom to like yeah. lay off my dad, or why didn't you tell your dad to stop calling my mom flighty? Like it was just. I feel like this is everybody's family. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not just them; it's everybody's family. Yeah, yeah, I think always in the beginning, 
first time you initially meet somebody's parent, it's kind of that high tension, you know. But when they really do not get along, it makes it even worse between the two couples because then it's like my parents are better than yours. It's like, why are we competing against our parents? Uh-huh. And, and we're dating each other. Yeah. So I think that was the big issue between them because it really kind of carried through most of the episode, almost like, I would say 75% of the episode, where mm-hmm. it was that they were debating who parent is better, why are we bickering amongst our parents, and we should live for ourselves. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was interesting. It was mm-hmm. definitely an interesting twist. Yeah. What, what did you think, Lynn? Well, I mean, you know, first of all, I just want to say it was it was interesting because the uh, the father... Uh, Scott Palin, uh, I did a play with him, Shock Therapy, mm-hmm. you know, and uh, he, he's a very serious, uh, very focused actor. For him to be playing a character that, that was talking about actors, it was, it was kind of kind of funny for me. But, <laughs> but to go, just to go back on the fact that um, when meeting parents, it's always just an interest, interesting dynamic, you know, when you have, you know, polar opposites and mm-hmm. stuff like that, you know. But I thought, I think the cool thing about this one, at least the parents didn't continue hating each other. It was just, a, and it was just the um, initial uh, meets. Once they got to the precinct, once they found out that Castle and Beckett were missing as parents, they went out to the precinct and they were concerned and they completely forgot the fact that they didn't really care for each other. They, they bonded over their common denominator, right. their yeah. children's safety, which mm-hmm. was nice to see. And it's funny because throughout the whole episode, Becca and Castle didn't let it go. I mean, it drug out the entire episode <laughs> yeah. for the two of them. But the right. parents were, oh, it's, you know, it's history. It's, it's fine. So uh, it was kind of funny to see those two things paralleling each other mm-hmm. throughout the whole episode. And it it played a lot off of yeah. their own fears about their relationship, which I think is a big thing <clears throat> this whole season is about. The underlying issues of should they be doing this? Is it going to work out? Is it worth their time? They're not supposed to be doing it and working together. So this whole episode kind of drug up their fears that maybe once again they shouldn't be together. I think any situation where it's kind of like a tragedy between two different families, it always kind of brings them closer together because... They want to kind of make sure that their child or their significant other is safe. And you kind of touch on a point where the whole season is based around Beckett and Castle's relationship. In the beginning, it was like, oh, it's a lot nice, lovey-dovey because it was a secret. But once, like, most relationship kind of comes out, especially in the work environment, you know, it, it started to become, like, more tension because now we work with each other, mm-hmm. we go home to each other, but, like are we really right for each other? And I think that's the biggest um, underlying issue now with Castle and Becca is that they're trying to figure out are we right are we right for each other based on their parents. I think it was more so Beckett who felt that way and Castle was the one who says that um, that we're, our parents are just from two different worlds. Let's just get over it. Let's accept it and move on. It was more so Beckett, the one who was like, well, you know, are we kidding ourselves? She was the one who was more the worried one, which we kind of noticed. She kind of worries and she kind of flips out about little things when it comes to, you know, their relationship. Yeah. She she makes calculated decisions yeah. about everything she does. Um, and like we've said about Castle, he's very creative. He goes off on a whim. He doesn't really care. Um, he loves her. We know that he's loved her basically since they met. And so for her, it's still something that she's considering uh, how to make it work in her life. You know, she puts up well. She doesn't really date anybody. She doesn't really seem to have close friends uh, outside of the precinct. So I think uh, having this relationship is a struggle for her because she doesn't know how to have a relationship, Mm -hmm. especially with somebody she cares about this much. Yeah, I think she's just playing, like, real cautious and everything. And with her 
looking at the relationship and the job relationship is that she really don't know how to differentiate Mm -hmm. work from her personal life and everything just kind of revolves around work 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 and our love for each other but i think she just need to kind of like take a step back stop stressing about it and just like castle just kind of relax and enjoy each other and wherever it goes it goes yeah i agree yeah Yeah. anything else before we move on from being on the show, um, you were on this episode. Are you a Castle fan normally? Do you watch the show a lot? Uh, not, not, not a lot. No. You know, I, I watched uh, a few episodes before I got on, but uh, you know, I, I'm not really much of a TV person. Mm-hmm. You know. <gasps> don't do swear words. There you go. I mean, you know, I mean, it's so much time creating. You know, what I mean, so it's it's like, um, honestly speaking, I mean, it's not a lot of time in the day. You to know, watch TV, you, but I, I try to watch as much as I can because you know I I I'm a, I am an actor and um, you know I love you know performing on other shows and stuff like that. So um, when I do get a gig, you know I do do my research and, mm-hmm. and and catch up on shows at that time. So do you, having been caught up a little bit, do you like Castle and Beckett together? Do you think that's something you want to happen? Uh, of course, I mean even watching them tonight, I mean uh, they're adorable, and then also working with them on the set. I mean, uh, honestly speaking, I already felt that there was a couple in it. I mean, because the energy, the energy was just so dynamic uh-huh. on the set. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, so I don't, I don't know what what the situation is off camera. You know what I'm saying? Right. But you know, they had, I had a great chemistry the whole time. I mean, I, I really, I really enjoy being around them on the set. Mm-hmm. You know, so. Well, we're gonna dig into that just a little bit later, so you guys make sure that you continue watching. But let's get into the actual murder. Yeah, so you you mentioned previously that in the middle of dinner they get a call. And so there is a murder, mm-hmm. as always. I mean, it wouldn't be Castle without a murder. And right. so it's a priest, and he's killed in an abandoned warehouse. Don't really know why, but it seems like he's been assassinated, basically. And uh, we said McMurtry, I think is how you pronounce it. It's a tough yeah. name this time. <laughs> Can't get it straight. I keep messing it up. But So he, the priest, we'll just call him the priest because yeah. <laughs> it's priest, easier. father. Um, father yes so he was murdered and so the first people they talk to is a nun and she clues the detectives in that he's been working with a good friend dolan and um, that nun <laughs> she was a bitch yeah she was <laughs> damn scary i mean she was really like she was mean like i'm not done talking i mean i was like wow sister does not play no no she did not and yeah. and it's funny because uh, Ryan warned Esposito. He's, like, straightening his tie and getting all ready to talk to the nun. He's like, come on. He's like, it's like going into battle with these people. And <laughs> Esposito's acting all tough like it doesn't matter. And when he gets in there, he's like, okay. Like, she yells at him. He's like, okay, I'll stop talking. He stops <laughs> interrogating her. Yeah. So it was really funny. Um, mm-hmm. That's my favorite part about Castle. They always just make it fun. Yeah. And uh, that was a funny part. Yeah. I mean, somebody was murdered. But I still find myself laughing at this show, uh, which I don't know if that makes me sick or something. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, so so they talk to the nun and they find out he's been working with a close friend, a childhood friend, Dolan, who uh, is a mo- works with a huge mob, the O'Reillys. Mm-hmm. And he's basically a, a mob boss, yeah. I think, of some sort. Mm-hmm. And so now there's this huge mob connection. Um, and so before we delve into that, we kind of find a witness, which leads us to... Leo. Yeah. Leo is a complicated character, and we think he's just a witness at first. Yeah, we do. We yeah. think he's just a witness, and he was running his mouth at the bar. And mm-hmm. so the bartender overheard um, uh, Leo 
telling what happened. And so then that's how Counselor and Becca was able to find him, which he was out, I guess, in Brooklyn in the, the hood. He was in the Bronx. No, Bronx. 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 Yeah. Bronx. Um, at first I thought it was Brooklyn, but then later in the episode they said the Bronx. Mm-hmm. But he, uh, So they go to his house to go pick up the witness and find out more about him. And uh, they're kind of met there by uh, some mobsters yeah. who are also looking for the witness, which is super typical mob stuff, yeah, I guess. Right, right. Take out the witness. Uh, so... Uh, this starts a whole, the whole episode is kind of based around this. Mm-hmm. Castle and Beckett um, are stuck with the witness and mm-hmm. the mobsters are chasing them. And I feel like that whole episode, they were just running and hiding from yeah. the mobsters, yeah. basically. Right. And while they're doing that, they're fighting about their relationship. And, and, what <laughs> was, and what was really cool about this is every, you know, every time they were getting ready to leave or they were getting close, something would happen. So once they finally get Leo and they... Um, they break in. Um, they get outside the house and they get downstairs. Then they run into they run into to Glenn's character, and then they can't <laughs> find their car. The car has been stolen, and then you know they don't have their phones. And then and then uh, and then uh, Beckett breaks into a window to get someone's cell phone, which we kind of thought was like, well, why does someone leave their cell phone in the car anyway? I leave my cell phone in the car sometimes, but <laughs> I guess after, y'all looking at me like I shouldn't do that, but <laughs> I won't I won't leave my cell phone in the car anymore. Yeah, don't do okay. that. Should not do that. <laughs> but I would make I, my cell phone would be visible. Like it would be like in the glove. Well, I'm just not. I'm Theoretically, <laughs> yeah. I mean, theoretically speaking, like anytime you kind of outside your own comfort zone, especially mm-hmm. now, you want to kind of take your cell phone with you, no matter yeah. where you're at. I think that's just kind of like a cell phone is like that safety net, mm-hmm. you know, for 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 wherever you may be or wherever the situation may be. Because I feel like if Beckett or Castle actually had a cell phone. They probably wouldn't be running and ducking in the Bronx as much, and you know, and going to like buzzing on people's doors, strangers asking for help. Yeah. Well, I don't even remember them dropping their cell phones. To be honest, I don't either. I don't. That's where I was. I miss. Wh- like, why, did why they did, no, did they leave theirs no, in the that's, car? That's when the monsters came and you know at, at the yeah, door. Yeah, but I thought they, they just a, dropped a gun and a badge. Like I didn't I see the phone. Yeah. No, the phones dropped off. Did they? Yeah, okay. Yeah. Uh-huh. See, I didn't see that. So the whole time I was like. Do they not bring phones? <laughs> yeah. Do they drop And, and, and it was phones? just a backup phone, her, her police phone in the car that they was talking about. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Uh-huh. So so the phone that they did find, um, first off, I'm sure she felt comfortable leaving her phone there because she was about to come after whoever stole it. So mm-hmm. she didn't seem like a very timid girl. <laughs> um, and neither was your character, which I thought was funny, actually, because Castle <laughs> thought he had a tricky way to get the cops. And he's just like ringing the doorbell. Right, right, right. Until you were about to come and kick his butt back to where he came <laughs> yeah. from. Yeah, and, and he kind of called your blow for a second. So... Let's let's talk about that just for a little bit. Let's talk about um, your character and and the, the the whole scene. Tell us a little bit about it. Uh, first of all, it was very interesting. Uh, uh, Donna Rosenstein in the casting process uh, when we came in because they was looking for a big burly guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, so uh, all these big guys was in there, you know. So uh, I had to come in and just be a little bit more intimidating. Mm-hmm. And um, you know, uh, we ran through it about four or five times and. Uh, they just looked at me like, wow, okay. Mm-hmm. And so I get on the set, um, and, and before I left, Kendra, uh, one of the casting associates, was like, play it a certain type of way. So when I get to the set, I, I played it that particular way, but mm-hmm. the the, uh, the director, uh, David, was like, uh, we really want you just extremely mean, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know. And so, I mean, so uh, so by the time Nathan got on the set, you know, it, um, it, it, was, just, it was just this chemistry where it was just like, it was so intimidating because he was scared. Mm-hmm. He thought I was this real dude. It was like, dude, I apologize. 
he was actually apologetic <laughs> throughout the whole time. Uh-huh. You know, and uh, also we did a, a stunt with the, uh, the the breaking of the bottle. Uh-huh. Took us two hours to do that particular stunt. Yeah, I was going to ask, how many times did you have to throw that bottle or like do that? Two two hours because um, the, the stunt the stunt guy the stunt coordinator Dennis. Uh, when he first showed me the stunt, he, uh, he hit the stunt, his stunt double in the head with the bottle. Mm. <laughs> yeah, no, it, wow. was, it, was a, it was a very, it was a very serious stunt. So mm-hmm. I mean, we had to do a take after take, and b- before Nathan and them can come on the set, they really had to be very clear that no one would get hurt mm-hmm. because those were real bottles that we were throwing. I mean, we was rehearsing with plastic ones. You know what I'm okay. saying, but uh, the re- with the real shoot, of course, they had to break on on the semen. So it was a really intense night. You know, it took us about twelve and a half hours just to shoot that one scene. Wow! Damn. Wow! Yeah. Crazy. Yeah. Well, job. hey, I, mean, <laughs> yeah. I, I was laughing. I thought it was funny. Yeah, I, thought, yeah, I thought it was funny watched. too because it's like you know they're looking up, you're looking down, and you know you're looking intimidated, and then it's like you know. At first, Castle is, you know, trying to play like he's tough, but it's like the more that you was like looking down and, you know, you, it was, it was, I actually thought it was pretty funny. It reminds me of like whenever you've lived in an apartment building and the people above you are loud, you know, you get all, right, you're right. like, I'm going to hit that with, so you hit it with the broom or whatever. You, <laughs> right, right. you tell them to be quiet, you're in your own yeah. way, but you don't go up there. Like if they were to come down, like you were yelling at Castle, you lose all like, oh, okay, you're Absolutely. right. I'm sorry. Yeah. I apologize for disturbing you. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. That's how I felt. Castle was all tough until somebody actually came out and like yelled at him. For a minute there, I thought you were going to actually come down the stairs. You know what? Uh, I tried to do that in the beginning. Mm-hmm. You know, I think they let me go with one scene, but yeah, of course it didn't work. So stay focused. Stay focused. Stay focused. Too bad. Too mm-hmm. bad. I would have liked to see Castle getting some fights. Okay. Well, let's let's continue on. So then after. Yeah. So they have Leo. Yeah. And they're still they're hiding and running and hiding and running. And he's kind of like their therapist throughout this whole thing. He's mm-hmm. like, oh, so you guys are together. Oh, well, right. you know. He was. This is why I really believed him. He was. Uh, he went up to Beckett after they were fighting, and he said, "You know, uh, live in the moment. You what? know, because what you have right now is important, and not in the future. If these problems might drive you apart in the future, don't think about that right now. Mm-hmm. Think about what's working right now. And uh, that's what really made him seem likable to me, because he seemed to genuinely care about Beckett and Castle, and he." He's a great actor, that guy. Because I totally agree on that part, too. That's when I, I was like, I believed him, you know, and he, he felt so, you know, empathetic to, to, to Castle and, and, and Nathan. So it, it was just, it was, it was like, yeah. It was, it was hard to find out that he wasn't really who I thought he was. I mean, I didn't trust him. No. Nah, not really. I mean, it's just like his whole personality. He was just kind of like too calm. And just from like everybody kind of play a witness or somebody who's kind of too quiet on Castle, they always turn out to be like yeah, that episode. guy. Yeah. You know, so it's kind of like Leo played his role as being innocent, but overall, I said in my mind, I had a secondary opinion about him. See, I thought, it was, for some reason, I was like, it's the nun. The nun did it. That's what I thought. <laughs> it, I was it, like, it crossed my mind too, the nun, just because like I said, you, I thought she was uh, which with a capital B. <laughs> it was the mean lady. Yeah, the, the mean lady. But, <laughs> What was interesting about when Leo was having the conversation with Beckett, he struck a nerve with Beckett because when he said that, you know, live uh, live your life now, um, it makes more sense than worrying about, you know, uh, than worrying about the future. Yeah. Like she was really like she was really trying to avoid having this conversation and she was avoiding the conversation because he knew that what he was saying was right. Mm-hmm. And so she had a moment 
I felt like she had a moment where she was like, okay, you're right. Shut up. Get out of my face. <laughs> and it was not something. It's, it's, you know, she's, she doesn't really like to address issues in her feelings. Yeah. No. And so when he hit that, when he hit that nerve, she was totally uncomfortable with it because it's, uh, it's, she's in a, in a, she's in a different, what's what I'm looking for. She is, um, She's in a, a new world with this whole love thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Out so of her element yeah. a little bit. I, thank you. She's out of her, her element, and she doesn't know how to really express it. But it's like any personal issue that you may have with yourself, especially a significant other. When mm-hmm. other people kind of butt inside your business, like, hey, you don't know what's really going on. You only heard a bit and a piece of it. Yeah. Because she asks like, why were you listening to our conversation? And- but did you – I mean – they were in the room. I know. The size of like, were, like did this you, room right did now. Did you not expect that he was not going to hear? <laughs> and I y'all mean, kissing? I know. Uh, I know. You know, but but still at the same time, yeah. she's a woman. She has feelings, and you know, most women are more private, especially about their relationship, especially when they have doubts about their not relationships. When they're mad. They're not. <laughs> it just depends. <laughs> right. Not at him. But just like when it kind of concerns other people, most women do like to keep things private and because becca is a private person where you know in the beginning again kind of relates back to them kind of hiding their relationship from everybody and mm-hmm. the, on the um all her co-workers and everything so now she has this guy who's a stranger who's a witness why she be like listening to my business and i think that was a big issue with her because now it's like castle's not there to help support her because mm-hmm. castle is her support just as well she's castle's support so now she's like i'm alone with leo and you're asking about my relationship you shouldn't be talking to me about this because I can't defend as much as I can if Castle was here with me. Right. Yeah, and, and Castle I, left. Mm-hmm. Castle yeah. left her, which I thought was ballsy of him. But uh, a very good point you miss, you mentioned about about how he was listening on a conversation. You know who does a great job listening? The fans of AfterBuzz TV who <laughs> listen to us on iTunes. So listen, you guys, make sure that you guys go to iTunes and you download all of the um, download all of the shows here on AfterBuzz TV. We have a lot of great shows for you: scripted reality, comedy. We have something for everybody. So make sure that you guys go to iTunes, click on AfterBuzz, and you'll see our great iTunes page with all of the great stuff. And make sure that when you go and and download the um, Castle episodes. Make sure you download it. Make sure that you rate and give us a comment. And please keep us in the top ten, okay? Keep us in the top ten. It's free. Free download. And then also don't forget about the podcast app. And what the podcast app does is it organizes all your subscriptions. So for all the different shows that you have uh, subscribed to on here on AfterBuzz TV, it just organizes, it downloads it for itself, and it just puts it into uh, your podcast app folder. So, guys, make sure you do iTunes. Definitely. Absolutely. So, uh, yeah, so Castle yeah. left Beckett, which I thought was a huge thing, and mm-hmm. it was a turning point in the episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, so... They have a chance to make a break for the Chinese restaurant, the 24-hour Chinese restaurant. Yes. And so I've never seen a 24-hour uh, Chinese oh, restaurant. I have. Uh, yeah. I have. And yeah. yeah. it's in the hood. Well, I don't. I don't live in New York, no. so I don't know. Okay. I would assume yeah. it's a city that never sleeps. I yeah, mean, they, they, they have, have to have food. it. Okay. They, they have them in New York. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I, I want to point out that while all this is happening back at the precinct, they're really working to figure out where Castle and Beckett are, and mm-hmm. they're a key kind of try. To figuring out that Dolan, the mob boss, isn't the one who killed um, the priest because they were best friends, I guess. And he turns out to be a mo- an informant to the FBI. Mm-hmm. So that's a huge turning point because right as Castle's leaving to make his break mm-hmm. at the precinct, they're figuring out that they're not going after Dolan as the murderer. He's an informant. So wherever he is, you know, Beckett and Castle are nearby. And mm-hmm. it's kind of this pull and tug for the yeah. witness because... 
he wants to get whoever killed his friend. But it's also kind of key, though, like in any kind of like murder investigation, especially when dealing with the FBI, it's always somebody that's an informant. And they kind of got the key information from the video when the priest and Dolan was actually having a conversation when the FBI, kind of, when the car pulled up, it was an FBI agent, mm-hmm. you know. And just then when they kind of got everybody involved, it's like, hey, who is Dolan? Is he an informant? Is he a mob boss? And like you said, it comes to find out he's an informant. Well, he's both, I guess. I mean, he is a mob yeah, boss, but he's right. helping the FBI. And, uh, I, and I guess that's probably key why the O'Reilly family, like, wants who wants Dolan dead because he's probably, like, turning information in on the family, and that's probably why he's in witness protection. Well, that is why he's in witness protection, yeah. and so uh, that's, like, the turning point, and Dolan picks up Castle and wants to find... It all happened really fast. They picked yeah. up Castle. They, yeah, it did. Uh, Castle isn't a very good at bluffer kind of gives away where they're hiding. <laughs> they send one person in. Becca takes him down. But he was also very smart because it was not really hard to figure out. If you think about it, it wasn't really hard, you know, being that they were on the run. Mm-hmm. They had nowhere else to go. Yeah. And then it was only uh, Castle by himself. So although he's horrible at bluffing, but the guy was pretty smart and figuring out how it would be easy to, to figure out where the two of them were at. Yeah, that was pretty... You can tell he's a mob boss. Yeah. I mean, yeah. he knew what to do. Mm-hmm. And uh, Castle tried his best not to give it up. But I think Castle automatically trusted him a little bit. Yeah. You know, he, he, he felt that he really wasn't going to hurt him. And I feel like Castle has really good intuition with people. You always find Castle trusting the person everybody else thinks is guilty mm-hmm. of something. So, happens really quick. They send somebody in. Tables turn quickly. And Leo's got Beckett's hands duct taped. She's got... You know, Dolan's guy, all duct taped mm-hmm. up. So he's really the murderer. Yeah. And like you said, you kind of figured it out. I yeah. didn't. I didn't figure it out. I was trying to figure out, like, who the hell is the murderer? Because <laughs> it, it was, there were so many twists and turns in this particular episode that it was, you know, it, obviously it, it kept my attention going. But it was just like, you know. After every commercial, it was like I was thinking, okay, who did it, who did it, who did yeah. it? Mm-hmm. And so that was the cool thing. One of the things that I also liked is we got to see more of of, um, of Chief Gates. Yeah. She was a little more involved because Castle and Beckett were, were gone, so she kind of had to hold down the fork down yeah. at the precinct. So we got to see a lot more of her this time, and she was nicer. Yeah, she's yeah. nicer. I, I thought it was hysterical when uh, Castle's mom told her uh, she was an awful actress. I yeah. thought that was so funny. Yeah, yeah, she was like, you're an awful actress. She's like, <laughs> yeah. She's like, what, where's my son? You're, yeah. you're terrible at this. And she's like, I'm not leaving until you find out where they are. And she's like, where's that co- that coffee machine that Castle brought? And, and so <laughs> they were like totally just. It's funny because I would be intimidated by her, you know, by Gates. And Castle's mom's like, oh. You're a liar. Parent, I'm gonna go get coffee. When when yeah. it comes when with parents, <laughs> when your trust me, when your child is missing or you're not sure where your child is, it could be the pastor, the president of the United. It could be anybody, right. and it's like <laughs> right. I'm giving in what you say. I'm not leaving until I yeah. find my child. And and so I, I you know I that I I did, I can totally relate to. I thought it was funny. Yeah. The great thing it. about the precinct, um, I also like is that Castle and Becca's parents actually kind of bonded. bonded. You know, yeah. under the circumstances of being stressed out that their child was actually missing. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they kind of joke around about the baseball and the actress thing. But then they really actually kind of get got to know each other on a personal level. And by the end of the episode, you know, they kind of she's kind of like rubbing his face and, yeah. you know, yeah. saying nice thing to him. And it's kind of shocking to Castle and Becca. They're just mm-hmm. like, wow, mom, mm-hmm. dad. Yeah. Did you think it was did you think it was like a friendly 
Yes. Oh, yeah. At first, I thought maybe they were going to like hook up or something. Can't. But I, I don't think they'll do that. Please. Yeah. Too much for one episode. Yeah. 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 I think it's friendly. Daughter, son, mom, dad. Yeah. Hey, it's been done before. Watch Teen Mom. You can see it. I believe it. <laughs> 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 it's on there. Real life. Okay. Uh, yeah. So is there anything else that uh, we want to... Uh, well, to wrap it up, they all kind of... Leo and Dolan kind of connect and they're supposed to meet under a bridge or something and mm-hmm. Dolan tricks him and uh, ultimately Leo's taken into custody. Yeah. Dolan was going to kill Leo and Castle kind of talked him down from it saying, you know, the priest was your best friend and you, like you said, he never gave up on you so don't give up on him. Don't kill this guy because the priest didn't want you to do that. He never gave up on you because he wanted you to lead a better life and so by you not killing this guy and letting us take him to jail you're not giving up on your friend, even mm-hmm. though he may not be here anymore. So I thought that was a nice way to kind of wrap it up in a pretty bow. Everybody's yeah. he's going into protective yeah. custody and ultimately, I guess, is willing to serve jail time for the things he's done. So mm-hmm. I think it worked out nicely. Yeah, I was totally, I was totally satisfied with tonight's episode. Uh, oh, yeah. I, I liked it. Um, mm-hmm. I liked the fact that we you know we got the, the parents, you know, uh, meet the parents. I thought that was cool. I thought the relationship, you know, every week we see a different. Um, we see something different happening with with Castle and Becca's relationship. So mm-hmm. I was I was totally totally happy with tonight's episode. Yeah, I liked yeah. it. I'm yeah. kind of start liking the challenges of their yeah. relationship and stuff. It's, it's more like the growing pains mm-hmm. that you know they actually starting to develop throughout every episode, mm-hmm. and you kind of it kind of relates to real life. It kind of relates to actually like working with somebody and being like intimate with somebody. So it's kind of like. We have our issues inside the job and outside the jobs, and sometimes they bring the issue outside the job to work. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like, be careful who you date. Yeah, I think it's, <laughs> I think it's nice with Castle, though. It always has um, things everybody can relate to. Yeah. You know, I don't fight crimes. I don't chase down murderers. But I have relationships with people just like they do. So I think that's the nice thing about Castle. Uh, I stay interested because of the murderers, but I come back, I think, because it's a relatable show. Mm-hmm. So I think that's yeah. nice. Yeah. Yeah. Le- okay, so Glenn, let's let's go a little more into you and and let's talk about um your experience um working on Castle. So this is your uh this is your first time working um uh, on Castle. So give us uh give us your thoughts and your your perspective like what was it like working with um with with Nathan and um Stanka. is it Stanya? Stan, yeah. So what was your experience like, you know, work, working with the two of them for those 12 hours? Uh, like I said, I mean, uh, it, it was it was really beautiful. I mean, uh, first of all, Nathan was scared of me for the first couple of hours I was yeah. on the set. Uh-huh. <laughs> so once he warmed up to me and everything, it was it was pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, Stanya was, was like so beautiful, you know, and uh, I mean, but they were just such a, a you know, a friendly, loving, loving, I, I won't call them a couple, but just it's a group of people man mm-hmm. it was just a it was a beautiful beautiful experience and um uh like i said going through the stunt he was very very patient mm-hmm. very patient um and and very trusting you know so it was just allowed me to just you know be the actor and be the artist that that i came on the set to be mm-hmm. uh so they, they were very caring uh and we, and also uh the reason i said i, I really enjoyed uh leo is because he was cracking jokes throughout the whole time mm-hmm. i was on the set he was all laid back was funny 
Um, so to see him, you know, to see the ending <laughs> of this, it yeah. kind of threw me off for a second because I'm like, this dude, I mean, he was a comedian the whole time I was there. So, you know, to, to see him, you know, flip the script at the end and, and be be the bad guy, mm-hmm. you know, that, it was a it was a really good twist for me. So you didn't you didn't get the you didn't know the entire script of the story. You just only had your 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 scene. Uh, no, I, I had the whole script. I read it up into my scene, and then I read a little bit past because I, I wanted to see the full episode. You know, I wanted to see how it turned out. Gotcha. You know, live, and mm-hmm. I didn't want to know the whole end result type mm-hmm. of thing. So uh. it was kind of cool that I didn't. You know, okay. I know it must be strange knowing these people personally. You met this Leo character, um, and so that must have shocked you even. You know, if you have a a relationship with that actor when you see them be a murderer and have yeah. like no feelings at the end of this episode yeah. I'm a sociopath I have homicidal tendencies <laughs> yeah. it's like oh god yeah cause I mean honestly I, I, I was like you I, throughout the whole show I was trying to figure out who done it you yeah. know I mean I was like Dolan what, what's going on you know, I thought they was going to go back to my character and say that I did it, you yeah. know. <laughs> uh, but no, seriously. The guy in the window. Yeah, yeah, seriously. So, but when uh, Leo did it, it was, it was really shocking, you know. Oh, it was a good episode, though. It yeah. really was. Looks like I li- fun. I like how you fake his injury. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. He faked his injury yeah. and then, like, duct tape duct take his ankle together. <laughs> I, I was still thinking that at some point you were going to come down and do something else like I figured like when they was running or something where, y- where y'all going you know and then maybe he was gonna like uh, fix your you know thank you I, I just I was just I thought it was just gonna like come down and I was expecting you know something more like you were gonna help them because they kept being on this chase yeah. and what was interesting is you know you're in the Bronx and so like they're running around and there's like nobody out yeah, yeah. so not believable yeah. I yeah. feel like there had to be some homeless person <laughs> right, somewhere right. I mean it's New yeah. York there's people right. everywhere. All the, I mean, maybe that's yeah. just the hustle and bustle downtown, but mm-hmm. I was expecting somebody. You know, that, but that, that uh, another thing, uh, I talked to the director about that too because it was just completely dead on, on, on the block, yeah. you know, and I even asked him about that, you know, uh, at, when, when he was walking off, should I run behind him or whatever or, or really go down there and, and, and go in person mm-hmm. type of thing with him. He was like, nah, you know, but it, it was kind of weird for me as an actor. Yeah. To, and, and also coming from New York type of thing, you know, to see that it was just this vacant, vacant lot yeah. out there, you know. When I was watching that scene, I totally could tell that they were either at like, um, they were at Universal or like the Warner Brothers. <laughs> it just, it looked so, it, the neighborhood just looked so dead. <laughs> I was like, okay, for, you know, for people that are not in LA, you know, we have a lot of studios. And so I was like, this is totally Warner Brothers or, or, um, yeah. I think it's shot at Warner Brothers, yeah. to be yeah. honest with you. Yeah. It is, right? Yeah. 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 So, I mean, it, uh, it doesn't, it doesn't look like New York. Um, yeah. At least from when I've been there. And I don't think any city is quite that quiet. Quiet. Only three people on the street. Yeah. Yeah, right? Like, come on. There had to be at least one more person. But (laughs) that's okay. Well, we did shoot it at 3 o'clock in the morning, so, you know. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, you guys shot that at 3 o'clock in the morning? Yeah. Wow. Really? And so you started at 3 o'clock or did you? No, we started at 8, 8 at night, and it went to like about 7.30, 8.30 the next morning. Wow. Wow. Yeah. wow. Long night. A long, long, yeah. long night. Long night. Wow. Friday so, night to Saturday. 
So were you able to meet any other cast members? A uh, friend of the show, Tamela Jones, is, you know, she's a friend of the show. Were you able to? Uh, no, nah, it was just it was just uh, Nathan Stanner and uh, Patrick, mm-hmm. you know. Well, that's so late. I bet everybody else was like, I'm going home. Right. <laughs> <laughs> See you next time. Okay. But, yeah. So you're no stranger to TV. You've appeared on a lot of things. You've ab- I've seen you on Law & Order. I've seen you on CSI New York, which yes. I personally love that show. Thank you. You've been on The Closer. You've been on The Event. Yes. Um, my name is Earl. Uh, and so, and so, do you have any other TV shows that um, we can expect to see you on soon? Will you make any other appearances on, you know, CSI New York is still on. Uh, the closer I think has one more season. So, will we see you on any more uh, TV shows? Well, CSI New York, they're, they're also thinking about bringing Simon K back. Mm-hmm. You know, because I, I was one of the bad guys that killed off a couple of the cops. Yeah. Oh wow. Uh-huh. Yeah. So, uh, but but they don't know. They okay. don't know yet. So, I mean, that Simon K is. It's always an option for them to come back to because when they uh, when the episode ended, uh, uh, this cop shot me, but they don't know if I, I if I died or not. Oh, that's so, like that's like yeah. a past episode of Castle that oh, just yeah. happened. Oh, okay, yeah. there you yeah. go. You can come back. Absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. So bring Simon Cade back. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Uh, so, um, so do you ever get tired of playing the bad guy or the tough guy? Nah, not right now, man. Yeah. It's it's too too much fun. Okay, you yeah. know, um, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I would love to play some some cool fun roles but uh playing a bad guy you know uh, i mean what what more can you ask for? i feel like yeah. a lot of people say that they're like it's so fun to be mm-hmm. mean because when you're acting and you're being mean it's just acting you know and yeah. it's fun and it is it's not like real life like when you're mean you kind of you should probably feel bad about it a little uh, bit but also, well it's easy for y'all to play mean first i thought you meant yeah. me i was like why no, 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 that's right that's right I need to go to the gym after. Stay in the gym. Yeah. Stay in the gym, man. Eat the Wheaties, baby. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. Um, I really quickly, you were in Die Hard with a Vengeance with uh, Bruce Willis and Sam Jackson. Okay. <laughs> right. And I've seen that scene several times. What was it like working with Sam Jackson and uh, Bruce Willis? Oh, man. The most amazing experience in my entire life. Mm-hmm. That was my first uh, major feature film. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, was, I, was, I was able to be on the set with Samuel Jackson for three weeks. Wow. He was eating lunch with them. And, yeah. and this was before he just took off mm-hmm. and blew up. I mean, so he was sitting there giving us uh, advice day, daily. Mm-hmm. And just to see him uh, metamorphosize into his, his part mm-hmm. where he would just he would, he, he would go into it. And when they say cut, he'd come back and talk to you like this. Sam, we need you. I mean, it's just amazing. Uh-huh. So it, just, it was just an amazing, amazing experience. Bruce Willis off the chain. Uh-huh. I mean, they give so much. So it was just for that to be my first film out of the gate, you know, it, it just really set the standards for me extremely high. Oh, wow. Nice. Uh-huh. Yeah. And so you have another film uh, that's coming out called Lineage. Yes. Tell, tell us a little bit about that. Uh, Lineage, it'll be released next year. Uh, it's a it's a father and son type of story. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's a it's a gritty urban action drama. Okay. Um, Are you the tough guy again? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what a shocker. Uh, yeah. I play, I play a senior who, who starts off the lineage, uh-huh. who starts off the crime and violence. Uh, and, I, and it's a flashback in the 60s. Okay. So, okay. you know, yeah, uh, the bad cat back in the day, you know what I'm saying, <laughs> that passed it on to his son. So uh, uh, it, it's, it's going to be really intense. I saw a few, a few of the pieces from it, and uh, it's really, it's really gritty. Okay. Really and gritty. then really quickly, anything else you're working on? Uh, right now, uh, we're in the devel- development of uh, doing a one-man show. Okay. Um, that's going to be released also uh, next year around February or March. 
Oh, okay, cool. cool. Nice. All yeah. right. Well, listen. We want to thank you for um for being a part of Castle for uh, our recap. Let's go into news. No, no news and gossip. But let's go predictions. into predictions. And now you're after Buzz TV predictions. <laughs> okay, so in two weeks, Castle will return and. Now they will have a uh, Christmas theme. A dead Santa. A dead Santa. Who killed Santa Claus? Right? Yeah. I'm surprised. I feel like, you know, with all the political correctness these days, you know, happy holidays, no, like Christmas. I'm surprised you're doing like a strictly who killed Santa. Um, (laughs) But I'm excited for it. It looks really funny. And Mm -hmm. so my only prediction is that it's going to be kind of a lighthearted episode. I feel like with the holidays coming up, with the breaks coming up for all of the shows, I think they're going to leave us you know in a good mood next week Mm -hmm. I'm kind of hoping I disagree (laughs) okay it's just another castle episode and I think that just because it's Santa I think it's still gonna kind of be like super super aggressive in some cases because you know Santa is like a pack when you kind of kill one you know you have other people kind of (laughs) like I have to defend you know our rights and stuff like any Santa Christmas movie that you have seen where something kind of tragic happened it's like everybody's like a pack and I think it's gonna be like super aggressive i think that beckett and castle will actually have a better relationship on this episode Mm -hmm. and i just think um overall it's gonna it's gonna be definitely a great episode but i just think it's not gonna be relaxed i think it's gonna kind of leave us with like hey larice i totally agree with you i think they're gonna totally go dark just crazy i mean look at all the different themes that they have you know they have you know they have things for halloween they've had things for thanksgiving mm-hmm. they've had stuff for christmas yep. valentine's so they really go there with the murders mm-hmm. but they make it funny with all of the different things like even in tonight's episode how there were so many things that kept happening that we kept laughing at like the yeah. cell phone and the, and the phone booth like like Castle was like who uses a phone like i haven't seen a phone booth in right in ages. Yeah. so i think i think I think the murder is gonna, you know, be, you know, gritty, you know, like it, like like it normally is, and it's gonna be a lot of people who's gonna be the suspect of of the murder, but they're gonna make it funny. So I, I, that's just what I think. And also, just yeah. to, just to add on that, you guys are, I think you very close to being right because uh, I'm in talks to being on that particular episode so <laughs> just in case you know what I'm saying I mean I, I don't know if they're going to have me being a gritty guy or, or what so he's going to be a tough Santa tough Santa tough Santa they never know so I might be seeing you guys in a couple of weeks back on this show yeah. nice. hip hop Santa okay <laughs> so um, where can where can um, where can the, the super fans of Castle find you uh, you know what? You can find me right back here at the bus. Get in touch with Bam. He got all the info. So, you know, guys, check it out. Lenny's is coming up next year. And also the one-man show. And also Bam will be all plugging that for me when, when, it's, when it's ready. So Okay. Well, there you have it. You can find me on uh, social media at Bam Erickson. Yes. You can find me at Paige Sell on Twitter. And you can find me at Indie Music. So we want to thank everyone for watching another After Buzz recap of Castle Season 5, Episode 8, After Hours. Thank you guys for watching. Thank you. you. From Bing.com, executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire After Buzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the After Buzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After Shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. <laughs> the views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.